What is up, everybody? Episode 125 of J5 Getting Live here on Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. You know, I could not have been more excited to go to MetLife Stadium last night. Got in a car, was ready to go. Got in early, got my towel, the wife had her towel, we were ready to go. Was ready to witness a victory. Said to everybody all day, I said, get to two and two, maybe this team could find a way to steal a game in Miami or Buffalo. Just be three and three going into the Commanders. Win that, beat Zach Wilson in the Jets. Five and three going in the last half of the year. I had myself convinced. I said, even if they end up four and four going into the second half of the season, that'd be fine. This team got embarrassed last night. From the GM to the head coach to the overpaid quarterback. They got embarrassed. They got their shit kicked in in this game last night. Don't show up on primetime all year. One win in 12 starts on primetime, Daniel Jones, and you get paid $40 million a year. Dayball went from the toast of the town to a bum. Shane We thought he was going to save the team, save the franchise. I was building statues for him. Bum. Instead, these guys have left this franchise for dead. Now, I'm not calling for Brian Dable or Joe Shane's job. That's not my MO. What I'm doing is I'm saying... You got to fix it. And you got to fix it fast. Because guess what? The season ain't over yet. But at 1-5, it's over. It already feels over. Because there is no way this team has the ability to go down to Miami or go up to Buffalo and find a way to win a game. They look like a Pop Warner team. Okay? Down 14-3. Driving. They get inside the five. Some miraculous way this offense figures out how to get down into the red zone. And the $40 million quarterback throws it away. The defense played out of their minds last night. I had Jets fans texting me, talking all the shit like it matters. They're also one in three with no hope. But whatever, that's fine. Talk your talk. Saying that the Giants' defense got beat up and they had no heart. The Giants' defense gave up 10 points last night. Daniel Jones fumbled. 
inside the the 20. They got a quick score, Seattle. And then the other play, uh, they get a pick six for a score. So that's two touchdowns on the Giants' offense last night. The one play by Noah Fant, the broken play. The Giants' defense played good enough for the Giants to win that game last night. Everything that went wrong, the Giants were going to have a chance to steal a game, except the $40 million quarterback threw it away. We thought he was done with all that after last year. We took the 15 touchdown passes and the seven interceptions last year, or five interceptions, whatever it was. We said, well, at least he's cut down on the mistakes. And by the way, he ran for seven touchdowns. So it was really 22. We bailed him out as as fans when everybody would talk about how bad he was. But the Giants have left him exposed once again. He was forcing the ball when he didn't need to force it. Just threw it right to Paris Campbell. Stared him down the whole way. And what is Witherspoon, the rookie corner who vaulted himself into the defensive rookie of the year conversation last night have to say? He says, yeah, we knew he'd like to stare down his first target. What is wrong? This is year four. Five of this shit with this kid. And I wanted them to re-sign him. But now it feels like all the momentum that you built off of last year has been sucked out. And what Brian Dable and Joe Shane are about to learn is as quickly as this town gets behind you, they will bury you. And I can guarantee you this. The Giants have a better chance of being 1-7 after the Jet game than they do of being 3-5 or 4-4. And and they certainly got zero shot at 5-3. And And if they get run out of the building against Miami and Buffalo, people are going to be forgetting that this team went to the playoffs last year. And they're going to be starting to think about what these guys could do to save their job. Because right now, it's bad. It's as bad as it could possibly be. The only times it was worse in this franchise was... I'm going to say QB sneak with Joe Judge. I'm going to say... The Ben McAdoo stuff when he benched Eli. Um, And that's really all I could think of. But this franchise has continued to get embarrassed on national TV, and they have three more games. They got Sunday night in Buffalo, and they got two Monday night games. Hopefully, one or two of those get flexed out. But this team... They show no heart, they have no discipline, and they show zero, zero desire to win a game. And that falls in the heart category. But I don't know who in that locker room could do it, but somebody has to rattle some cages this week and let them know that you can't get blown out against Miami. 
You could lose on the last second field goal. You could lose after a tight game. But if you give up 70, don't bother coming back. Stay in Miami. That's what I got to say about this team. Because it is embarrassing. Now, to the Jets. The Jets put up a heck of a fight Sunday night. But let me be clear. The call on Sauce Gardner was 100% correct. I don't say that because I picked the Chiefs. I don't say that because I have some vendetta against the Jets. It's just Sauce has to know the situation and who he's playing against. So what's the situation? The situation is the Jets are down 23-20 and they're desperate to get the ball back. And he's playing against Mahomes. And he's got to know that Mahomes is going to get that call. Zach Wilson would not get that call. Daniel Jones would not get that call. A large majority of the quarterbacks won't get that call. But Mahomes will get that call. And the head coach, once again, continues to look like an idiot. Robert Sala is completely in over his head. He's a defensive coordinator, he's not a head coach, and he's going to get fired. And the longer the Jets stick with him, the more likely it is that their franchise continues to be embarrassed. Okay? It's embarrassing that Sala didn't go for it on 4th and 1 and elected to kick a 52-yard field goal. One, I'm not saying that he should have tried to score a touchdown before the half, but two things there. One, it's not necessary to kick a 52-yard field goal. I get it, Zerline, whatever, but the guy missed. He should have went for it. I said it before they, they kicked the field goal. Number two, you gave the Chiefs time on the back end. Now, they didn't score. They ended up throwing a pick, but... What if Mahomes hits Kelsey or Pacheco breaks free or whatever? And all of a sudden, the game that you're in at 20 to 12 gets to 27 12 or 23 12. So Robert Sala doesn't know situations and he leans on his defense too much. And the defense is good, but they're not great. They barely generated a pass rush in the first quarter. Pacheco slashed them on the ground all night, and I don't want to hear that they contained Mahomes. They did to Mahomes the same thing that they did to Josh Allen. They flustered him a little bit, and he threw the ball up for grabs. But guess what? Since Josh Allen played the Jets, he's put up 35-plus in every game. So obviously, Josh Allen is just fine. Patrick Mahomes is just fine. A little bugaboo against the Jets won't change that. Okay? And it's amazing. Already, everybody's like, oh, the Jets are going to go to Denver. They're going to win. Why? Because Zach Wilson, out of his, out of his uh, you know, 20-plus career starts, finally showed a little life in one game. And he still cost the Jets the game in the biggest spot. Dropping a fumble. Dropping a snap right in his hands. I got Jets fans texting me, oh! You could have had Zach instead of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has won a playoff game. 
The Jets haven't been in the playoffs since I was a senior in high school. Freshman in college, whatever. That's how long ago that is. So it's fine, Jets fans. Talk your talk. I don't have any issue with your franchise. Your little brother. And the Jets are going to jet. I actually root for the Jets sometimes. They don't bother me. So, either way, both teams one and three. Both teams at this point going nowhere. And this weekend, they got to show us something. And we're going to see. We're going to see. All right, guys, that's an episode. We're going to do a Yankee debrief uh, with Anthony Sinescalchi at some point. Um, we've got to coordinate that. I'll be back Thursday with picks and analysis for what the Giants and the Jets could try to figure out a way to do to win these games. But we are where we are, guys. One and three for both franchises after we thought that there were possibilities of six and two for both teams heading into the week eight match. Uh, Five and two for both teams, or six and one heading into the week eight matchup. And sadly, it's just not the case. But all right, guys, that's an episode. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at J O H N M U R A C H A N I A N. Follow me on TikTok, J, the number five, G E T T I N L I B E. All right, guys, J5 out.